the Mercy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. We love our listeners here at The Messy Backend. We love y'all so much, we're going to make the mess even bigger. Coming soon to this very same channel, you're going to be hearing from The Messy Backend Exposed. You know, the very first day that we recorded this podcast, Instagram and Facebook shut down, so we knew we were right on track with The Messy Backend. All businesses have them, so don't be shy. Let's put it out there and help each other grow. If you have a messy back end or you're an expert who just loves cleaning up those back ends, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit themessybackend.com to apply. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much for joining us today. We have a wonderful show for you. As Anthony Robbins once said, every problem is a gift. Without problems, we would not grow. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Katrina McGee. Katrina is an author, speaker, and CEO of Loving On Me, an online academy empowering audacious women to lead and succeed. With over two decades of experience as a senior executive, she provides relevant and relatable strategies in all of her teaching, inspiring positive changes in everyone she encounters. And you'll hear real questions and real stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. And our expert, Katrina, will share her experience, expertise, and the tools that she suggests to get it all cleaned up. How messy is your back end? Is it holding you back? Is it making it so that you can't make more money? You can't serve your purpose? Visit themessybackend.com today and find out just how messy your back end is and how to clean it up. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to thank our sponsor, Yes Women's Network. If you are a female entrepreneur and you are looking to start, build, or grow your business, Yes Women's Network is the place to join for empowering resources and masterful networking. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. And now on to our expert, Katrina McGee, for her expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. Today, we have a messy backend question submitted by one of our listeners. They say, everyone keeps saying to niche down, will that really help me make my business more successful and help blow it up? Absolutely. Yes. A thousand times. Yes. Hey, y'all. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be with you. Yes. 
niching down is so important. Listen, everybody tries to be everything to everybody. That's the first mistake consultants and coaches make. As a result, they're never known for anything. People have no idea what their expertise is, and so they don't attract the right client. Instead, they get a lot of people that may be interested, but kind of off to the left, can't afford their services, or just not a good fit. Listen, when you niche down, you attract your best client and you enjoy the journey so much more. Absolutely. You know, you, you hit one of the golden nuggets we've been hearing. And I would say, Nate, don't you think every one of the episodes we've recorded so far, they all said, make sure they can pay you. Yes. Yes. That's, that's been a common thing. I love that you said that because when people think of niching down, they don't think of those things. Right. Right. And I mean, they, they think that it's going to be less business instead of more. But the truth is when you focus on a certain topic that is in alignment with your area of expertise and where you want to give value, people know what they can expect from you. You develop a mastery around something and you become even better at delivering value. That's the beautiful part of really honing in on where you want to excel. Listen, you know, I believe we all go into business to get paid. So there should be the people that you invest in for free, the organizations that you want to give back to as your strategic philanthropy investment. Everybody else needs to pay you. I love that. The strategic, what you say that one more time, strategic philanthropy investment. Yes. yes. Where is it that you want to invest your time, talent, and treasure to make a difference? You have to see it as philanthropy. I am giving back. Yes, it should be the same skill set, but listen, don't blur the lines where you have people asking, can I get a discount? Is there a nonprofit rate? How can I break this up? No, your ideal client can pay you for the services that you're offering. And then yes, as business people, we all tend to be generous. So decide where you want to make your investment and double down there. I love that. I started noticing that very early on that if you're attracting the wrong client, you're not going to have clients. You're never going to grow. You're never going to progress. You're never going to step outside of that. So if you're attracting the wrong people, you're going to get stuck. So you need to make sure that you're attracting people who can pay you, who you love working with and who love working with you. Everybody thinks if you niche down that you're, like you said, you're, you're attracting less people when in fact you're actually attracting more of the right people. That's right. And it allows you to scale better. You know, one of the things that happened to me when I first started my consulting company is somebody gave me some advice and said, hey, decide how you want to consult. Do you want to be in a position where you are replacing what normally is a staff position in a consulting format? Or do you want to be a strategic advisor? Do you want big projects or do you want a series of clients that are small? Because all of those things are going to affect your ability to scale your business business and your lifestyle. But so often we get desperate because we haven't really defined what our niche is going to be. So we take everything that comes to us and then we end up a hot mess. And people say, well, what do you can do? Oh, I do everything. No, boo, you don't do everything well. Like where is the area where you really excel and you enjoy it? Because we all work too hard to be doing stuff that we don't like. Amen. We do work too hard and <laughs> life's too short to be doing the things that we don't want want to do and i'm not saying like life is always going to be consistent of things that bring you pleasure you know it's like i still got to do my laundry today and i don't <laughs> want to do my laundry so that's one of my goals is to get to the point where i don't have to do laundry anymore <laughs> that'll be somebody else's job who loves doing laundry because i know there are people who love that 
Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, no, I, I love that you niche down or niche down, however you want to say it. If you're speaking French, je ne sais pas, uh, mm -hmm. but you, you, you narrow down in that focus and it's just like, you know, we've talked about on this podcast before with, with marketing and campaigns and funneling down and bringing that ideal customer to your door um, where they're knocking and they're saying, nope, hey, shut up, take my money. Like, just stop. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to, like, I got a message on Instagram the other day. It was fantastic. All she did was reply to one of my stories and she said, hey, I really like the content you've been posting lately. I'm ready to hire you. Mm -hmm. those, those words that she said and i was like fantastic let's figure this out let's get you booked and everything but it wasn't something where i needed to pursue her or anything she found me she has been watching and, and following for a while but it was finally something clicked with her who said yep i'm ready shut up take my money i'm ready <laughs> So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, what happened to you is really formulaic. You decided what your area of focus was going to be. You refined your message. You consistently gave value. People are always watching us. That's the truth. And consistency around value is key because they may need to see it 10, 12, 100, six months before they're ready to pull the trigger. But so often as entrepreneurs, we will touch on a thing or we'll sprinkle something over here or we'll talk about something and then we'll leave it alone. And people don't really understand what we're about. I mean, they see it one time, but then we never go back to it. And so what you created was a fan and they were a fan because you knew where you wanted to focus. You refined that message and then you delivered it consistently. And if we can learn to do that as entrepreneurs, we really will attract the type of customers that need the services that we offer. It's absolutely the truth. And I love what you said before we started recording. You said niching is, uh, wait, something to do with money. Now, riches and niches. Riches yeah. and niches. <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant. And it's absolutely the truth. So in the last couple minutes that we have, I think, you know, the importance of it is explained, but how in the world do we do that? Because I actually struggle with that. I have, how many brands do I have, Nate? Way too many, and I'm getting ready to do two more. So way too many brands. So how, how do you, how do you do that? And that may not be a, you know, four minute answer. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it's tough. You know, we really have to do a lot of self-reflection and introspection. The first chapter of my latest book, Be Bold, Be Brilliant, Be You, I ask people a series of questions to really help them figure out what their areas of expertise are. And there are four lenses to look at. What are my strengths? What are my developed skills? Where am I practicing so that I can become a master at something? What do I really want? What is my honest desire? And what am I willing to do to go get it? Inside of all those four things is your space for greatness. And that's really where you want to operate. But until you lay it out, it becomes really difficult to refine it. The other thing you have to do is give yourself time because sometimes you start at a thing and then you realize, okay, this is where I want to focus my energy after you try it here and try it there. The key is to be present in what you're doing and always reflecting back. What did I love about that? What worked? What's resonating with people? And how can I deliver that better? And so sometimes it is stepping back to really think about where you excel and give value. Other times it's being patient and present in the process so that you can identify it and then make small iterations until you get to the goal. Brilliant. 
mic drop right there. Sometime we're going to be able to add like sound effects into our thing. We're going to have a lot of mic drops. That's a mic drop right there. One of the things that you said that I really want to focus on is you said, find out what you can, you have mastered. When you said that, I went through the whole list of things in my mind and I said, is there one thing that I have actually focused on and mastered? Mm -hmm. You know, it's some, for somebody to really become an expert in one thing requires such great focus and so much work. And like you said, time However, once you do that, I believe that that's like the ultimate niching is that I am the master of taco fries. And that would be Nate. Taco <laughs> fries? Did somebody say nacho fries? <laughs> nacho fries, right? See, I don't even know what they are because I don't like them. But yeah. <laughs> but you know, but you, you can if you really just go at it and you say, this is what I am really good at. And you know everything there is to know about it. And honestly, if you've worked that hard at it, then that must be something you love. That's got to be your niche. And then you can kind of go a little bit outside of that. But I think that's the best thing right there. You know, the interesting thing is, I bet there is something that you've mastered. You just don't really look at it that way. You have applied it to a lot of different things. But the skill set that you keep applying to all these ideas is the area that you really have mastered. Um, the, the issue is we often don't think that's enough. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if I, you know, that's not enough. So I keep trying this. That's not enough. So I keep trying this. But there's something about your ability to engage people, the way you communicate, your idea factory, your constant idea factory. You know, and the key is to bring all that together around a singular area of focus. But if you step back, there is something you've been good at your whole life, something that you naturally do, that you love doing, and you've applied it a bunch of different places. But girl, that's your jam. You just got to step back and think about it. Actually, I know what you're talking about and I've just never ever been able to figure out how to monetize it so maybe we need to have a little consulting session to help me figure out how to monetize it because uh there is one thing that I have done my whole life that I'm very good at it and it's just very natural for me and I maybe I just need to figure out how to monetize it and that may be another way of niching down is finding out how to monetize what you are really good at and just go for that so Mm -hmm. awesome Katrina as always you're one of my favorite people in the entire world thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today Well, thank y'all for having me. This has been fun. Awesome. Thanks, Katrina. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Well, that's our show for today's episode of The Messy Backend. Thanks so much for listening. Nate and Sheila signing off until next week. That's all we have for today's episode of The the, the, the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.